morning. Hello, uh, welcome. Um, this is gonna be an anime attempt. Yeah. Well. Th this is, uh, current, we're, we're currently titled Untitled Anime Project. We'll figure it out. We'll we figure it a, out. We'll, we we'll, we'll announce it when we, uh, when we figure it out. We have a, we have a running Google Doc. Of stupid so, fucking names. Yeah, yeah. Some of them are stupid. Some of them I do are like goddamn brilliant. I do like anime bros. I, I like anime like. <laughs> Still so funny. Uh, we'd like to welcome you in. Um, we got Caleb and Andrew here, and we're gonna we're gonna go through different animes. We're gonna break them down. Things we like, things we would have liked to see improved on, and uh, we're, we're also gonna look at anime movies. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe live action TV shows if they've actually made live action TV shows of right anime. adaptations and, and yeah what have you and then even remakes you know you have the Full Metal versus Full Metal Brotherhood yeah you know well, and and we can talk about like specific things within anime as a whole as a genre correct you know like in the past we've talked about just ourselves we've talked about uh, fan service and filler. And stuff like that. And, and Just, epic villains and in yeah, yeah. great storyline and, 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 and female character. And there's a whole yeah, fuckload of things that we're going to get into. And thing, and these are also things that we can get into on microphone if we want to. Right. And we... You know, because they were, they were fun conversations, you know. Yeah. They were some of our best conversations we've ever had, you know. So... We sounded intelligent at, for once. Yeah. And that's <laughs> yeah. a rare occasion for yeah, us. Yeah. You'll, you'll soon figure out that uh, we, we both might be college graduates, but... It's just a piece of paper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're going to preface this. There, there's a little bit of language. We're going to play this fast and loose. I know I've already said fuck once. Yeah. Well, now twice. Yeah. But we, we've already we've already done a radio show in the past where we had to... Censor ourselves. Censor ourselves, you know, so it's just... We, know, we had to service certain people, and, and yeah. this is going to be... This is essentially for us. This is for us and, and you know, for and our And for fans. you guys, if you get, if you like it, you know? If you, if you don't, then... Mm. Oh well. Yeah, but, hit the know, subscribe, hit the like button, hit the share button. Like, comment, and subscribe if you don't like us. If you think we're stupid. Yeah. You know <laughs> what? The best thing to do if you don't like somebody is to give them a like, five stars, and subscribe, and then share with your friends how much they suck, and then now your friends are listening to it too, and then you can all joke about it later, and that only helps us. So, I mean, go for it. Yeah. Yeah. Reverse psychology. We got this. Um. Anyway, so we're going to dive right in, and we're going to talk about things that... You know, some of some people don't define this show technically as an anime. I do for the premise of the fact that it, it, the drawing style is similar, yeah. and, and drawing, the, the drawing style, the the overall just the aesthetic, sto the story arc, the the abilities within the game, the game My within God. the game. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, we can we can we we can also talk about anime video games. Yep, thanks for that transition. Make me not look like a f fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, you just reminded me. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, I'm just <laughs> Thank an, you. I'm an absolute genius when oh, I'm yeah. not trying. Um, Sometimes this is what happens when it's fast and loose. Andrew uh, messed up one time in a hey in we a past don't thing, but we don't talk about that yeah and we edited we're, that out yeah it, we the one thing we actually edited. <laughs> anyway, um, we're gonna we're gonna dive into Avatar: Last Airbender, and mm -hmm. each each one of these pieces are gonna come in in kind of like a two part kind of. We're, we're gonna Punch we're gonna look at each book from uh, from the original Avatar: The Last Airbender series. Uh, we'll kind of conclude the series with looking at the movie. 
that's going to be a travesty. Yeah, um, that'll that'll be interesting. So stay tuned for that. Um, and then I think we'll look at Korra too. Yeah, we'll look. We'll, we'll look at Korra each individually. Yeah, and, and then, then and then we'll do kind of comparisons. And then we'll expand out and yeah. and address other topics and of course you know if this isn't some a show that you're into there's other shows that we're obviously going to talk about mm-hmm. and and maybe this will be your motivation to re-watch the show that's what we're currently doing is yeah. uh we just watch if, if if you can hear in the background if you can hear the it's the, the title, title screen yeah it's the title menu for book one for avatar because we just rewatched it this is my sixth uh watch through of the show mm-hmm. um i've seen it watch the original run of it yeah, from and the then beginning. From the beginning, and then uh, we've each wa- rewatched it at least three times. Yeah, and and through the years of it being just on TV, you yeah. you've well, followed t- it TV, you run you, you run out of everything else to watch, so you're like, it's always a good. I, yeah, solid th- this 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 one's you know there's there's always a good solid fallbacks, and Avatar: The Last Airbender is one of them. Yeah, and this is an excellent show, and and we're gonna start with something that we love, and so we're gonna. We're gonna dive in. So let's let's start book one. Okay. So the the whole premise of the show, if you haven't seen it, and if you haven't seen it, get the fuck out of that rock you've been yeah. living under. If you haven't seen it, spoilers. Yeah, spoiler alert for a show that came out ten years ago. I don't know. Maybe people haven't. I'm pretty seen sure it. it was more than ten years ago. Yeah. If it well, if you haven't seen it, go watch book one. Come back. Yeah, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube somewhere. Look up, like, when did this show debut? Look up, like, best of, uh, like, best of Avatar book one. 2005, so 14 years ago, people. Can you believe it's almost been 20 years since that show debuted? Well, the final episode was 11 years ago, so, God, we're old. I know. Anyway, um, so let's talk about book one. Things okay. things that started off, um, you know, we talk about the the whole, you know, it starts with the, obviously, Katara and Sokka finding mm-hmm. Aang in the iceberg. Right. Um, I and, don't, and Appa. You can't forget Appa. Obviously. <laughs> and you have Zuko conveniently in the waters yeah. in the southern uh, pole, which I, I talked about when we were watching the yeah. show. That, like, it's, what it's a, very convenient. What an absolute convenience it is. But I get you have to introduce the... Yeah, in the in, enemy early on in in anime, in cartoons, in film, in in TV, just in general, there there are certain things that you know a uh, writer, a writer, and in, in uh, filmographers will do to just kind of help push the story along because if you dwell on it too much, then it gets into filler. And Avatar, Avatar is one of those shows that really didn't have filler no yeah 100 percent. there there were a few episodes but like ember island players doesn't really count as filler just because it's so awesome yeah but like we'll, we'll, and and we'll get there eventually yeah but if we if we hone in on what we just watched right um what we analyze we we get introduced to the southern tribe and how small mm-hmm. it is and, and because, it really because all the all the men have left right for or the but older, it also older men it also builds the the kind of thought process of what what a stark difference once we get to the Northwater tribe and seeing the size and the in the just, scope and the prosperity yeah and you look back at the Southern tribe and you think it doesn't make any sense. There's only one village, 
one water that we're bender, aware one, of. One, yeah, one waterbender in it. And we know that it's because the fact the Fire Nation comes and kills all the waterbenders. Right. But in the same breath, they weren't able to take down the north, but they were able to take down the south, which is just a fascinating thought process in my brain. I wonder if that's where, if they got that from uh, George R. R. Martin. Big Ice Wall. That's or if George R. R. Martin got it from them. That's they, actually not the worst comparison I've heard. I'm you know because because a lot of times authors will take, um, you know that, they'll that, share ideas. We'll share ideas, and it's possible that, um, you know, the North, the 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 Wall from Game of Thrones that the Night's Watch is, runs essentially. Right. What is either based off or you know could take some things from the northern water tribe you know in a you know a, a seemingly impenetrable you know wall right. that you know no one seems to have been able to breach yet yeah and i think what really really helps of this... course if you've seen season seven then that doesn't really you know count but anyway i really haven't watched game of thrones so yeah. you're you're Speaking to a yeah, blank, they, blank wall here. A dragon breaks down the wall, essentially. Yeah, that's what dragons are for. Yeah. Anyway. It, it's a zombie dragon, but still. Still a fucking dragon? Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway. Um, I, think, I think the coolest part at the beginning of this is, is you have the skepticism that would naturally come with finding a, a nomad, an air nomad in... An iceberg. Seemingly the last one. No one has seen an airbender in a hundred years. You have Sokka skepticism. Even the Southern Water Tribe skepticism. Even, even Grain Grands. Yeah, one, at one first. Of most, one of the most spiritual people probably in the entire show. Right. Like, as, as just as far as connection to ne- connections to everything and age and, and wisdom. And re-watching this, you, you really do see the whole Aang is 12. Yeah argument from the beginning and even in the you know first half of the book you see him progress in his logic Mm -hmm. um take the kiyoshi island episode right where they're in the town of kiyoshi and it's being attacked by zuko and the fire is well earlier in the episode he's He's, just he's getting all this attention that he's not used to and and he's loving it Mm -hmm. he's he's letting it go to his head and they made a few jokes that we're not going to make here, but... They were funny. Yeah. Um, but inappropriate for the platform we're currently working through. And he... What, what happens is he then... Once the fire you know, benders come and Zuko starts attacking the village, he makes the conscience decision and agrees with Katara's logic that they need to leave to preserve the village. <laughs> but then he does do something that is both immature but also mature at the same time right it was it was illogical and dangerous for him to jump back into the water but it was matured for his recognition of i need to do something to help give this town a little bit of of you know not necessarily hope but like because because realistically that village stopped the bleeding the the fire nation would not have put their own flames out right That, that village would have burned to the ground right but then you know Almost, if, almost if like did. an apology slash making amends for the, his transgression. Yeah. While on top of it, you know, just doing what he can. And so, 
Like, you see that progression, and that's what episode four. You yeah. Know? That that's a quick turnaround from him penguin sledding the first time and getting booby trapped on an old naval boat, which yeah. no one just talks about. No, it's it's something that's easily forgotten is how, you know, and you brought it up that Ang is twelve. He is immature. You know, it's very obvious from the first episode. Did you from remember the first where you were episodes. like as a seventh grader? Yeah, I. <laughs> Godless heathen. Yeah, yeah. We all were. If, if I if if I could have airbended, if I could have been an airbender, the shenanigans I would have pulled. If I could have been just a guy in seven, <laughs> being a twelve year old, just fucking around doing whatever I wanted, you betcha I'd do some stupid crap. I know. I don't need to bend to be able to penguin sled and ride giant koi fish. No, but it helps. It does help, and it would make me even more reckless, but I mean, irrelevant. Well, not really. But being a 7th grader, they're chaotic. Yeah. They're so lost trying to find themselves, and you throw on top of that, literally you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. Well, and he really starts to mature um, uh, within the next couple episodes after Kiyoshi. When he, uh, you know, re, uh, re, kind of rekindles his friendship with King Boomy, or you know, he knew him as Boomy, right? He, you know, he, he knew it's a hundred years. It's uh, you know, a hundred years later, he's King Boomy. Which can we talk about the fact that Boomy's a hundred and fifteen and no one knows this is? Yeah, that yeah, like he's the dude is older than literally half of the world. Yeah, and he's. Just fine. Yeah. He's fine. He's fine. <laughs> he's, he's boomy. We'll put it that way. He's boomy. Because you got to assume, okay, even if you're going to operate under the impression that Boomy was younger than Aang when Aang and Boomy were friends, mm-hmm. okay? Say Aang is 12, Boomy, Boomy was, was 10. We'll say 10. 9. 10. 19, okay? Yeah. 100 years. Still 110. Yeah. Still 110. Yeah. What are they feeding Earth Kings that they live that long? Yeah, what is Bo- what's Bo- what is he doing P ninety X like? Because we see him like with like the robes off and he's jacked. You don't see him with a Fitbit on. Tell you that much. I know. I didn't hear him brag once that he does P ninety X. So I don't think he P- does uh, cross cross. Oh, fit. he doesn't CrossFit. Ah, uh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you know, garage Ele- training, elliptical every day. Hits you know, hits the punching bag. I think he does. Also, I'm gonna say eh, it's 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 later in the episode. It's later in the series. Walks we'll, we'll, around. We'll wait for um, we'll wait to talk about the um, the metal stuff. Yeah, that's later on. Yeah, um, the the beauty of of it the, it it, bo- it bothered me, but we'll we'll talk about it later. The beauty of in a few episodes actually. Yeah. <laughs> The beauty of, of Avatar is not only were you introduced to Zuko as the villain. Yeah. But you right al- away. You also get to meet Zhao, mm-hmm. who even then, when he has an Agni Kai with Zuko, uh-huh. shows his recklessness and his his really discount of, of rules and logic and reasoning mm-hmm. and so you you see him in that light and you almost see 
honor within Zuko early on. Right. Especially for most of us who know how this plot ends, that when he doesn't take that shot to hit Zhao in the face, yeah, and he puts it next to him, it's very mature for a 16-year-old or 17-year-old. Who's been banished and bloodied by his father. Yeah. Permanently. Yeah. It's it's fascinating, really. Um, what what I would have liked to see, honestly, is is I, see Zuko. Honestly, given a little more credit, mm-hmm. and have Iroh come down on him a little bit harder. Yeah. Because, in my opinion, because Iroh is the crux of really all of this with. The, uh, uh, Everything that happens with Zuko in the series, in in just book one, Iroh is at the very center of. Yeah. And Iroh is really at the very center of the entire series as a whole, not just Zuko's arc. And one thing I love, the fact that they keep Iroh, his character is the same the entire show. They don't really change him. He He gets a little bit more serious near the end. Right, Near because the end of the show, but it's a fucking war. Yeah, but <laughs> it's it's at the it's at the point where he has to be. He can't be, you know, more tea, please. He has to be the dragon of the west. Yeah, he has to be what made him famous. You know, breathing fire. You know? Well, technically, what made him famous was the fact that he supposedly slayed the last dragon, which we'll uh, talk yeah. about later. Yeah, that's right. Um, but I think. The beauty of, of his role in this whole thing is you do see how disrespectful Zuko is to authority. Mm-hmm. Not only with how he got a scar from his father, which they haven't really talked about in depth yet. No. Um, how disrespectful he was to Zhao. And on top of that, how he is to Iroh. The only person who is being supportive in this whole yeah. thing. The only person that really supports him through the entire Tire show. show. And you, know, you get May a little bit, who we haven't met yet. Um... But really, that's uh, his... un, un, until until he until he makes amends with Team Avatar, as we'll call them. Iroh's really the only one that's there for him. Iroh, from beginning to end of this series, is there for him. Mm-hmm. And the the craziest part about this whole thing, and I'm just kind of thinking about it, mm-hmm. is for two years Zuko has has been searching, and he's had probably mostly the same crew. I mean, for the most part, you know, people get changed in and out, but his yeah. helmsman's probably been the same, and and a lot, a lot, the higher ups within his crew were, are most likely the same. Yeah, so he's been on the, on the waters for two years, right? Training with Iroh, and on his way to the Southern Water Tribe to follow that glowing light that he believed was the Avatar, which he was right. Yeah, but he still hadn't had his fundamentals down. Yeah. Which, then in the Agni Kai, when he goes against Zhao, you do see that progression of he understands why why the fundamentals are important. Exactly, because Iroh tells him, break his root. And he does, eventually. Well, be- he understands what break his root means. Right. You you know, somebody that doesn't hasn't mastered the fundamentals really shouldn't know what break his root means. Right. You know, you take out the base. You take out his, his foothold feet. It's just like any sport. Yeah. If you've got strong feet, it's, it's like any dueling sport. It's like wrestling. It's yeah. like 
if you have fencing, I, I guess. Well, even like offensive line, a one on one on the offensive line. If you have strong, sound footwork, you will win. Yeah. I mean, there's other intangibles, but I mean, if you are even a little bit outmatched, if, if, you, if, you, if, have you, if you have the better technique, you, you will you have win a, nine times out of ten. You will have a much better shot at winning, exactly. And so you see a progression in Zuko, but it also goes back to that point that I made earlier about Zhao being reckless, right. which we'll see more of when because we he, get because further he under, on. Yeah, and it it really it really starts to show in the Agni Kai because he underestimates Zuko. You know, he's essentially dominating the Agni Kai to start. You know, at the start of it, you know, uh, Zuko kind of shrugs off some of his attacks here and there, but realistically, Zhao is in control the entire time. And then he's got him right where he wants him, and Zuko sweeps his leg. Yeah, it's, it's Zuko's resilience, but also you look at how the the demeanor in that Agni Kai change. Right from the beginning, it was it was Zuko firing off, firing off, firing off. Zhao just right. blocking, blocking, blocking. And then when Zhao went on the offensive, Zuko was still backpedaling, mm-hmm. but was it was almost a rope-a-dope kind of situation where it was calculated right and his resilience allowed for him to sweep the leg and then make that offensive charge right and was able to get there um but i look forward to to really reassessing this progression as we get further on and into book one and then obviously as we get into the later books there's A, a, lot, a whole lot of things. Yeah, there's a lot more. There's a lot more character development as far as um, just in general his overall demeanor, his uh, source of fire bending. You know. Uh, yeah. We're talking know, way off stuff. Yeah, but um, you know, it's it's all very important stuff that helps Aang eventually. Yeah, and I think. If we're talking about you know fundamental character arcs that have already started to develop well, mm-hmm. um, you look at Sokka. Yeah. So from Sokka's first episode, he is he's very masculine based. Mm-hmm. He, he's very about the fact that there are men's roles as warriors, women's role is is to make sure yeah. you know sewing and yeah, and food uh, and stuff K- like that. Katara calls him a sexist and a pig and yeah and you know, all the stuff and and then he gets absolutely humbled yeah, he by gets the his, Kyoshi warriors. He gets his butt kicked by, by girls, you know. He, and people who he he was raised to believe had certain roles in the tribe. Yeah. You know. And obviously that's not how it was on Kyoshi. Well, I mean Avatar Kyoshi was a female and a very well, powerful warrior yeah. and so that kind of Yeah. That also alluded to um the Kyoshi warriors right. being females. What I, what I do really appreciate One that. thing I wish they had done in that episode was go into a little bit more of Kiyoshi. I is, 100% is, agree. Is telling who Kiyoshi was because, you know, you know she's uh, one of Aang's past lives. You don't know which yeah. nation she's from. No. You know, you know later on that she's an Earthbender. Right. But from that episode, the only thing you can maybe tell is because they were yeah, green. She, she, she was born on Kiyoshi Island. What nation is Kyoshi Island part of? You don't know. Yeah, like, are they Switzerland essentially? Like, <laughs> yeah, it was. But y- the only thing you could glean is they use gold fans and they the wear gold, green dresses. Gold, gold, red, and go- gold, green, and black. 
and so main you, colors. you can you can make a, a connection if you know more about the show that you yeah. can be like okay those are earth kingdom colors yeah but you can, you can deduce that they're part of the earth kingdom in some way but in in complete reality you don't know no well we still don't know if, if kiyoshi is technically part of the earth kingdom they could essentially just be like a colony like they could just be you know an, I mean? an, they could almost be like an australia you know just yeah. off doing its own its own thing yeah I don't know how I view Kyoshi Island is more of how I would view like Puerto Rico in yeah, comparison like, to like America. A, ter- a territory. It's it, a territory it, of the Earth Kingdom. You have some alliance to a, a kingdom, but really you're operating on your own independence unless mm-hmm. it's like something you really need right. help with. Right. There's some funding that comes from the larger base. Because realistically, you kind of handle your own. Things. Yes. Because even uh, in in the in yeah. that episode, you know, the head of the village says that we've stayed out of the war so far. Yeah, and that's really interesting to think if they're part of the Earth Kingdom, how how have they stayed out of the war? And on top of that, if you think about it, the the Fire Nation has attacked all the Air Temples, mm-hmm. attacked the Southern Water Tribe to make the tried to attack the wa- both water tribes successfully more in the south than the to north make sure, to make sure that it avatar- to try to break the cycle yeah you would think that they would go to a place where there would be a strong avatar connection mm-hmm. Kiyoshi would make all the sense in the world to be a place to attack right but they choose not to right well I think it's because it's so far out of the cycle that if yeah it is two they, generations think, out you know if they kill two generations that it just won't renew Right, or they couldn't, they weren't sure even if they had gotten, and because the Earth Kingdom is so vast. Right, if they had even gotten the, the Avatar. Right, but because it's they still mind boggling. Because they couldn't get into the North. Right, it's still mind boggling yeah. for a hundred years, though. That entire village was just un- yeah. untouched. Mm-hmm. You know? So I I personally think that it that's kind of a, a, a plot hole a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. But. I guess I can say that you can say that, oh, well, it, it's a random island that doesn't really have a whole lot of relevance. They're yeah. not offensively attacking people. But, but the Fire they're, Nation they're, they're, have... not, they're not an important, like, strategic stronghold for the Earth, Earth Kingdom. Right. But also, if we think about later a bit, mm-hmm. we look, when we see the Fire Nation, they'll just destroy villages because they can. Yeah. But you know we'll find you know once we get you know to season what is that end of book two thinking about the you know the woman of the lake and stuff like that Mm -hmm. those those were that was a strategic stronghold you know access to that water for the pollution Mm -hmm. and stuff that the fire nation took but all in all you know the beginning of book one has set the stage beautifully for these character arcs and even begun begun them quite well. Yeah. You know, Sokka humbles himself after getting his butt kicked, mm-hmm. coming back and being like, well, you won't sneak up on me this time, gets his butt kicked again, Yeah. but then humbles himself to understand that, man, I'm really not as good as I think I am. Yeah. And I think him they- getting his butt kicked by Zuko should have taught him that. But then you take it a step further, and not only do you ha- does he have to wrestle with the fact that he's weak, 
He also has to wrestle with the fact that girls who in his mind are not as strong mm-hmm. humbled him so violently. Yeah. And and so easily. And he really does practice mm-hmm. and work and it shows his warrior's heart. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, that's a cool beginning to the whole thing. And then right. you see the 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 embryonic stage of yeah. the Suki yeah. and Sokka yeah. uh, love angle and I think uh, you also see a little bit um, of the 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 guitar and Ang stuff too yeah because Ang is on, spent on the um, on the derelict Fire Nation ship well Ang spends most of the first you know few episodes trying to get Katara's mo- mo- attention. Most, most of book one is him get, trying to get her attention. Yeah. You know, when he's... Riding the giant koi fish. Well, when he's trying to get the penguins. When mm-hmm. he goes on to the, the Navy ship, he wants to, to... He wants to impress her. Yeah. You know, if you want to be a bender, you gotta let go of fear. You know, he's trying to sound very, you know, wise and cool. Yeah. And then, you know, gets him in trouble, but then, you know, they go and ride the koi, and he's trying to get her attention while he's mm-hmm. riding the koi. Um, he's he's gl- doing, doing the airbending trick with the marbles. marbles. Just even, still one of the best things. <laughs> even in the very first episode where he's flying around on his glider, he's looking at her smiling, and he goes straight into the watchtower, which yeah. is hilarious. But... Really, the the coolest part is is even in this early stage, there's so much great stuff that started mm-hmm. that honestly, if you stopped after the first you know five episodes, you can be like, wow, this show is compelling. Yeah, you you, it's it's a very binge worthy show. We'll put it that way. Right, absolutely. It's, it's a show that you could easily sit down like on a Saturday and watch the entire thing. And if we're going to compare and contrast a little bit with mm-hmm. with Korra, uh, the, these yeah, first we, few, we, we can do it a little bit, yeah, as, the, as the, we go. The but. first few episodes really show the difference between early Korra and, and early Ang, because early Korra was an absolute beast when it came to mm-hmm. the bending. Very, very physically strong, very mentally strong, mm-hmm. uh, able to master three elements. By a young age. By a young age. But we contrast that with her weakness of, of her inability to connect with the spirit world as well. Right. You have Aang, who is 12, who has never been in the, you know, airbending sanctum, goes in there, under figures it out that it's his past lives, mm. then knows who Avatar Roku is, mm. and has been able to go into the Avatar state already a couple times. Yeah. Well, one, unintentionally. Yeah, once, and then... No, wait, yeah, twice. Well, once he, once to freeze himself in the iceberg. Yeah. Once when he finds out that... Um, well, once once when he... Oh, he, once when he goes they're, into the water. Yeah, when they're trying to... Escape Zuko. Escape Zuko the first time. And then once when he finds out that Gyatso died. Yeah. So he's already done it three times, in, in the, and that's the course of, what, the first yeah, three episodes? Yeah, twice, twice were without trying, one was... Was emotions. Yeah. And and that just shows his, his natural connection to the whole thing that he knows Kyoshi also. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many layers yeah, to that. I, and I, th- I think stepping foot in the, in the, uh, 
that inner sanctum kind of helps that kind of really strengthens his connection to the spirit world absolutely and it lets him understand who who his past lives were and i'm thinking that we have forgotten to talk address one of the most important pieces of the first half of the first book is the introduction of arguably the best part the most important character when they're in the inner sanctum the most the most important character in the show easy momo of course. Yes. Like, I mean... Without question. Is there a question? No. no. There's not. No. One of the best episodes is later in... Is, is in book three. <laughs> Which... W- when Aang is sleep deprived. <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> but... That, that, that will be a, a good conversation about that episode. <laughs> but that... And why it's actually really important. Man, that was a quick half hour. It was. Holy shit. I'll say this, though. There's a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll finish out book one in the next episode. Yep. My God. Yep. That was and then fast. We'll uh, we'll kind of preview book two a little bit. Yeah, and we'll, re- you know, give our we'll, final thoughts. Mm-hmm. On book one, preview book two a little bit. Uh, and then really get into it uh, that next, that third episode. Yeah. And, and these episodes will vary in length depending on how tired I am mm-hmm. and how late at night we decide to do these. Yeah. Because we're dumb. Yeah. Um, it is currently midnight while we're doing this. You know, why not? As one does. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but thanks for the thanks for the listen. Mm-hmm. Um, we always appreciate feedback. Um, give us your thoughts on on the episodes and yep. in the beginning of the books. And we know we're gonna get to the heavier stuff. And we yeah, we, yeah if, a, a lot of this was kind of lighthearted and joking around a little bit but you know we will get to very serious points in this we'll get to a very serious point next episode yeah because that's really when like the monkey yatso stuff we were kind of like lighthearted about but it's very it's very serious and we're gonna you know next episode as we close out book one we're gonna get into very some very um serious topics so i would prepare prepare yourself if you if you haven't seen the show if you have you know exactly what we're talking about yeah and and be prepared to for us to have some some insight and some connections outside of, and we're not just going to literally analyze episode by episode we're no. looking at you know the character piece we're looking at the development mm-hmm. we're looking at even real world ties you know yeah people right now are still having that same mental debate that Sokka had of what what's a woman's role and what's acceptable and you know they get humbled just as Sokka did yeah you know there's there's plenty of of real world application of this stuff that we'll get into as we move forward and I'm excited this sounds this is gonna be fun yeah I'm already tired but I mean it was good it was a lot of fun it was uh we'll see you how do we stop this how do we just cut this did we just stop did we just stop talking um we never talked about that i guess we'll just see you guys next week uh if we have a actual outro we'll figure it out between now and then but we'll see you guys next week sounds good